Hi, friends. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Good Morning Family, a podcast of my weekly sermons. Who knows? Maybe I'll throw in a special sermon for you every now and then. I hope this podcast is good news for you. If you find these words helpful, please rate and review my podcast on iTunes or on whatever host you found it. Thanks for your help and for being part of the family. And now, here's this week's sermon. Listen and enjoy. Good morning, family. Thanks for joining me today. Oh, and happy Valentine's Day. Today is the last Sunday of the season of Epiphany. This Wednesday is Ash Wednesday, and it's the beginning of the season of Lent. We're following the life of Jesus in Mark's Gospel, and Mark goes out of his way to point out that Jesus is radically different from other religious leaders. Jesus did not look down his nose at people. He invited them to come and to fellowship with him, to do life with him. And he never worried about his reputation. He did not worry about his prestige. He loved people, all people. He was humble and showed mercy. He genuinely desired for people to be whole and free and made new. And Mark is helping us to discover that healing was a huge part of Jesus' ministry and his work of making people whole. So far, Jesus has set free a man possessed by a demon. He healed Simon's mother-in-law of her fever. And then later that day, Mark tells us, he healed many who were sick with all kinds of diseases, and he threw out many demons. Again, let's pick up where we left off last Sunday and read Mark chapter 1, verses 40 through 45. Hear the word of the Lord. A man with a skin disease most people call it leprosy, approached Jesus, fell to his knees, and begged, If you want, you can make me clean. Incensed, Jesus reached out his hand, touched him, and said, I do want to. Be clean. Instantly, the skin disease left him, and he was clean. Sternly, Jesus sent him away, saying, Don't say anything to anyone. Instead, go and show yourself to the priest and offer the sacrifice for your cleansing that Moses commanded. This will be a testimony to them. Instead, he went out and started talking freely and spreading the news so that Jesus wasn't able to enter a town openly. He remained outside in deserted places, but people came to him from everywhere. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Jesus broke the law. Did you catch that? In today's gospel, Jesus did the unlawful and unthinkable. He touched a man with a skin disease. He touched a leper. Jesus showed compassion to an outsider. And that put him in conflict, not only with Jewish religious leaders, but with time-honored Jewish customs and laws. His concern for people who were in need tore at the traditions of the religious establishment. Jesus took compassion on a leper, and he physically touched the diseased man. Now, many of the religious professionals in and around the town of Capernaum were already unhappy with this rabbi from Nazareth. 
He was making a name for himself by challenging the roots of their orthodox faith. Today's inappropriate act might be the last straw. Leprosy was probably the most feared and most hopeless disease in ancient times. It was highly contagious and always fatal. Over time, lepers developed a grotesque appearance as the disease ate away at their skin. Respectable society avoided lepers at all costs and forced them to live in exile, separated from those they loved, husbands and wives, children and grandchildren. Whenever a leper entered a village or came close to other people, they were required to cry out, unclean, unclean, to warn people of their approach. Lepers were condemned to live and die in isolation. That is, until Jesus came. The leper in our gospel this morning found Jesus and said, if you want, you can make me clean. This is the ultimate test of the personal relationship Jesus has with those in need. Jesus will meet the full range of physical needs, blindness, blood disorders, epilepsy, paralysis, even leprosy. The good news today is that Jesus will respond the same way when we, in our own struggles with pain and disease, cry out in hope that we will be healed. We may not have leprosy, but in our mind and in our circumstances, we say to Jesus in faith, Jesus, if you want, you can make us clean. Followers of Jesus are people of faith, and they're also people of hope and compassion. Jesus is the great healer. We often call him the great physician. Mark goes to great lengths to show us how that is true. And believe it or not, Jesus is working in our lives to touch us at whatever points of need will be best for us. As with the leper in our story today, Jesus responds to the deepest of human feelings. He knows the full range of human emotion. Remember, he came into our world to live our life and to experience our joy, our anger, and our disappointments but he also knows our laughter. He is always with us in our impatience and he endures our surprises. He celebrates our exhilaration and is saddened by our bouts with depression. But of all these things, compassion stands out as the deepest of all emotions and is the truest expression of the heart of Jesus. Why do I say that? Well, Mark tells us that when Jesus was confronted by this poor man, he was incensed. Most Bibles translate it as being moved with compassion. And the word that is translated as incensed or compassion here is one of my all-time favorite Greek words to say. It's the word splagnizomai. Splagnizomai. Isn't that a great word? It's the Greek word for compassion, splagnizomai. If you want, you can hit pause for a moment so you can repeat that word two or three times to yourself. Splagnizomai. Splagnizomai means in the gut or in the deepest part of one's self. When Jesus encountered the leper, he felt something in his gut. He was moved in the deepest part of himself. That's compassion. To be moved deep within yourself, 
That's why it's translated as incensed. Compassion. Author and theologian Frederick Beekner defines compassion this way. Compassion is sometimes the fatal capacity for feeling what it is like to live inside somebody else's skin. It is the knowledge that there can never really be any peace and joy for me until there is peace and joy finally for you too. Hmm, the fatal capacity for feeling what it is like to live inside somebody else's skin. That's a pretty good definition of compassion, don't you think? We could use more of that in our world today, couldn't we? When Jesus was moved with compassion, he felt so deeply the suffering of the leper that it was just as if he himself were a leper. Jesus saw the need of this man just as he sees your need and everyone else's needs. Jesus felt his pain just as if it was his very own pain. Jesus was moved with compassion. He reached out and touched the leper and he violated every medical warning and social and religious taboo of his day. When he touched the leper, Jesus communicated to the man that he would take his place, not just as a man with a contagious disease, but as one who is socially contaminated and ostracized as well. Now that's compassion. Here's a thought. The first man in history to reach out and voluntarily touch lepers didn't die of leprosy. He died at the hands of religious leaders who wouldn't have touched a leper on a bet. The first man in history to reach out and voluntarily touch lepers, that's Jesus, obviously, did not die of leprosy. He died at the hands of religious leaders who would not have touched a leper on a bet. So this morning, we get a revealing look at the heart of Jesus. Moved in the depth of his being by the plight of a man who was sick, disfigured, and forced out of society, Jesus touched him. And instead of being contaminated by the leprosy, the leprosy was cured. Jesus wasn't contaminated, the man was cleansed. Think about it. Jesus didn't get diseased, the disease got jesus -ed. That's how it works when Jesus touches someone who is diseased and dying. Now, later on in Mark's Gospel, Jesus spoke of himself when he said, The human one, that's Jesus, did not come to be served, but rather to serve and to give his life to liberate many people. That's Mark 10.45. Jesus came to heal and to liberate. As followers of Jesus, as disciples who do life with Jesus, can we do any less? Who are today's lepers and how should we respond? We must allow Jesus to soften us so that we become sensitive to the needs of others, so that we feel their pain in the deepest parts of our beings. It is imperative that our hands be the hands that touch wounded souls. 
We are charged with speaking the words that soothe weary spirits. We are called to be the arms that embrace the unloved and unwanted, as well as the diseased and dying. If we are disciples of Jesus, then we are expected to be the friend who sits with and listens and loves others because we recognize that they are our brothers and sisters in need. Jesus came to heal and to set free. Well, Jesus told the leper not to tell anyone about how he had been healed. And what did the man do? He literally ran and told everyone about Jesus. How could he keep it a secret? Jesus broke the law. His splagnizomai drove him to love a helpless, hopeless man by healing him. And that violation of norms, that violation of the law, put Jesus at odds with the powerful people of his day. And it would cost him his life. Next Sunday will be the first Sunday in Lent, and we will begin our journey alongside Jesus as he makes his way to the cross, where the religious leaders, who wouldn't have touched a leper on a bet, will crucify him. Oh, but don't worry, he'll get the last word. In the meantime, Jesus calls us to follow him, to be his hands and feet in this world, to touch the lepers of our day with love to feel compassion in the depth of our being, in our guts, until we're moved to action. Let's pray. Good and gentle God, great physician that you are, move among us, heal those who are sick or separated. Thank you for feeling our pain, for knowing our hurts, and for loving us anyway. Take us as we are, imperfect, but willing and in your skillful hands, transform us into healers and helpers, lovers and listeners. Use us to help make people whole, to set people free, to love the last, the least, the lost, the lonely, and the left out. Again, Father, we pray for peace. Help us to work and live for peace in our homes, our neighborhoods, our city, state, country, and the world. We pray, too, for those battling COVID-19. We ask for healing and help and protection and for wisdom to navigate these trying days. And now, using the words debts and debtors, let us pray with boldness the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As always, thanks for joining me. You know, I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen. Now, your job this week is to love at least three people but make sure at least one of them doesn't deserve it. Why? Because everyone deserves love, and everyone needs to know that God loves them no matter what. Right? Who knows, the love you shared this week just might heal someone. Don't let the troubles and difficulties of these days 
rob you of your joy. With Jesus, we always, always, always have hope. Now receive these words of benediction today. The Lord bless you and protect you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his face to you and grant you his healing and his peace. Amen. Amen.